Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, the election season is upon us. It is. It is. And it is not contentious in any way. No, it's not. Actually, that's the thing that surprised me the most about this election. I thought, leading up to it, I just thought... You know, the country is in a good place. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the the amount of reaching across the aisle mm-hmm. um, that's been happening... We could just, actually pull back on it just a little bit. We're doing a yeah, little too much reaching. Yeah. I almost... I, I feel like, wow, the, the aisle is getting narrow and narrower yeah. and narrower. I mean, the two parties are almost one at this They're, point. They are. They are yeah. almost one. And as we know, there's nothing more dangerous than a one-party system. <laughs> so... Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. I was shocked uh, today to see that there was any contention whatsoever. Uh, I saw some name calling, uh, some oh, things wow. that I will not repeat uh, on this podcast. But um, it shocked me, and I'm pretty sure it's an isolated event. Like it's not just yeah. Yeah, I, hearing you talk about it uh, is unsettling. Yeah, because uh, I haven't heard any rumors. I haven't heard anyone else really reporting on it. Well, I think what's so jarring about it is there's been, like, in my lifetime, I can't remember a single contentious issue in politics. No, I'm racking my brain uh, on the past candidates we've had Mm -hmm. that have Mm -hmm. disagreed on more than maybe, um, you know, how to... You know how whether or not there should be a dessert spoon, right? Um, right. In our national table setting, yeah. Uh, you know, placemats that we give to children in kindergarten. Yeah, I actually also just thought of the time that at one of the inaugurations, I can't remember which one, that George Bush struggled to put on his rain poncho, and I think that was probably the most like outrageous thing that's happened. Yeah, it was yeah, politically. Everyone was like, "What an idiot! He can't put on a poncho!" And it was like, "Hey, hey, hey." Yeah, and really, I I think in that event, what struck me and really warmed my heart is how people, again, on both sides of the aisle, mm-hmm. uh, really uh, came down, not hard, on that individual. Yeah. Because it was just one person that made fun of them. It was. It was um, just one person. Which is a credit to our country as yeah. a whole. Uh, but they really came alongside him mm-hmm. to show him the error of yeah. his... Of his uh, in a very redemptive way. In a Which, extremely redemptive and, way. And I thought that was the purpose of the internet at the time that that was taking place. And also, here's another thing, and I don't I don't want to set you off in any way or anything on that, but I became aware today that the internet has become very mean and aggressive to a lot of different people. I've, I've not faced it personally. It's not my internet. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not my internet. Um, but uh, yeah, it just kind of blew my mind to find out that there is this, that the World Wide Web is a is a bastion of hostility. And Whoa, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, that was aggressive, but I think it's, I think it's true. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm just going to say my whole worldview is turned upside down. I know. I know. I, Remember when Al Gore said that he invented the internet? I thought he, didn't he? Well, we should go to him and say like, what, what have you done? 
with your Frankenstein monster. Like, See, I thought he only invented the nice part of the internet. Well, and I say this because now I'm discovering that there's a negative side to the mm-hmm, internet, which mm-hmm. is really heartbreaking. Yeah, and it's not even the dark web. It's just the regular, good old-fashioned internet. Is that Yeah, people are being mean and sad and bitter. It's really hard for me to take. It is. Work through it. Can it's we fun. just... I'm sorry. Can we just turn off the mic for a minute? Yeah. I need a ahead. hug. It's off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just glad... I'm just glad that <laughs> we can just laugh at all this. <laughs> And it's not sad at all. Yeah, Yeah, there's no part of me that actually wants to cry. Uh, Alright, let's get down to it, Ben. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to come straight out with it. Who are you voting for? I am voting uh, on the side of freedom. Okay, Uh, I'm voting for America. That was a Uh, test and you passed. Well done. My vote is going to go to support the troops. Okay. Yeah. Um... We're going to get into that here in a second. Uh, so. You know, when I get my ballot, mm-hmm. I'm going to take out my colored pencils. Yep. I'm going to draw a big American flag. Okay. I'm going to slide it through the slot. <laughs> and I'm going to just uh, believe that mm. uh, that God is going to lead this country to a better place. Right. So the, the colored pencil thing, that is the definition of a hanging chad. Remember when that was a whole thing back in oh, 2000? Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of people in Florida that were like oh, using yeah. colored pencils. To draw American flags in the tiny little box that they were supposed to be like voting in. As much as that sounds like a joke, that's (laughs) that's actually true. They really had the the biggest thing that came out of that whole controversy. Right, was like a big push to limit the amount of colored pencils allowed in the voting booth. And you're exactly right. It's limit, not completely eliminate. Because that's unconstitutional to not allow me to take colored pencils and a coloring book into the voting booth. That's right. And take as much time as I want to in filling out the ballot and finishing my adult coloring book. That's right. Because that adult coloring book is going to lead you to the proper vote if you can do the maze properly right that's right it's that yeah that that book is going to tell me what the correct candidate is so that (laughs) that does not seem too far off from something on both the right and the left (laughs) that would be like here buy this fun activity booklet that will tell you all the right answers for the upcoming election You mail it in, you get everything right. The Illuminati will come and tell you who to vote for. Uh, Jay Z will come and perform a concert just for you. Not Beyonce. Not Beyonce. We can't afford Beyonce. Oh, man. Oh, that's rough. Well, so thinking of, again, thinking of the upcoming election. Yeah. There's a lot of constitutional issues that are in the yeah the constitution. The moment. I would say is really at the forefront of everyone's mind. It, it, it what really does is. it say? How can we use the golden rubric of our country yep. to guide us to the answer of who should be president? Yeah, um, and and really, what's or, what's or who can just be in local office? Like, who, I mean, yeah. like who should be guiding our political process? Right. Right. Um, you know, and I, 
I just, first of all, I, I think that we need to make our listeners aware mm-hmm. that um, the people that are on the ballot, mm-hmm. they might not be the people that we should be voting for. Okay, right. Um, just in general. Sure. Uh, just because their names are there doesn't mean that they're the ones that Doesn't are mean they're qualified for. in any way, shape, or form. That's right. Uh, so consider a write-in campaign. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I know that their efficacy has been questionable in the mm-hmm. past, but that should not discourage us from doing what is right. I, I saw a person with a Jesus for President <clears throat> lawn sign the other day, and I thought, maybe that's your write-in vote. <laughs> maybe that's what he's waiting for. <laughs> maybe he's waiting for enough write-ins. <laughs> <laughs> this has turned into... <laughs> political eschatology podcast where yeah how do we initiate how do we initiate the return and yeah yeah i'm just saying it hasn't happened before so that's true it has not happened before so you're you're on solid ground there it's worth a shot it is why not But ruling that out is a possibility. Okay. Um, I think the Constitution is going to be kind of where we need to look Mm -hmm. to decide whether or not those who are campaigning for office are doing so in a way that is really good for our country. Mm -hmm. So um, what we have done is just come up with a couple of quick constitutionally based Mm -hmm. campaign theories. Right. For your consideration. Right. So, so yeah. So, you got your First Amendments. You got your Second Amendments. You got yeah. your what have you. Really, those are the only two that ever come up in my people's conversation. There, there are a considerable number of amendments. <laughs> there, what there they are. say is not really something that we know necessarily. Yeah. And that's why we want to get into, like, let's re-examine some of these other constitutional rights that people could be running on that just aren't making it out there at yeah. this time. And it, they're important. They're yeah. all important. They, they Who are, are we all... to say that one amendment is more important than another? They're all amendments. Yeah. They're all We things... took the time to amend the document. We, yeah. So yeah. we should be paying attention We to took it. the time to look at the Constitution and say, collectively, yeah. as a people... Con, you know, made up of elected officials. This needs to be different than what the found. So right, and some of completely them completely devoid of bias, agenda, or anything like that. Like right. these were just like pure, just focused, heartfelt, just straight up, straight up these, things. This yeah. needs to be in here. We kind of botched it the first go around, <laughs> right. but man. I, but we, we got it right it. this time. We tuned it up. Yep. These are our yep. tune-ups. Yep. So. Yeah, I like that. <clears throat> some of these are a little, like we said, we haven't focused on them as a nation. Mm-hmm. So may, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I find this one really interesting. So, <clears throat> Amendment 3. So this is the amendment. No soldier shall, in time of peace, be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a matter to be prescribed by the law. Very reasonable. <clears throat> Very reasonable. And so this would be this would be my mock campaign slogan. So if you wanted to run Lay on it this, on me. this yeah. is this is here's here's what I think. <clears throat> hey there folks, Doug Washington here. Are you like me? Are you tired of soldiers having a place to live when they come home? <laughs> me too. 
Did you know it's your constitutional right to say, no son of mine will have a roof over his head while returning from three tours in Iraq? Well, according to the Third Amendment, what I just said is not even remotely inappropriate. I can't believe this has just been sitting out here the whole time. It took me four years of law school and researching talking points to find out that I had this right. I mean, nobody even talks about this, except for me, which is why you should vote for Doug for Judge Executive. <laughs> See, Doug, Doug's got a point. Yeah. Right? I mean, you shouldn't have to house anyone. No. Especially not a soldier returning from war right. if you don't want to. I would say you are not you're not doing your constitutional duty if you're not inviting soldiers into your house and then kicking them out then, immediately when you get tired yeah. of it. This yeah. is not just a right, this is a duty. So yeah. yeah. To I mean to say that this isn't relevant now mm-hmm. is to shame our country. It's it's so narrow-minded, Ben, to think that this is not relevant now. Like this is that's absolutely just insane that we are not talking about this a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Thank you for bringing my attention. I know a few vets I'm going to invite over for lunch and like halfway through I'm just going to say, "All right, hit the road. It's time for you to get out." Yeah. It's my constitutional right yeah. to tell you. I'm so. going to put it on the wall and just point at it. Just point at it. And I was like, "You you swore to defend this right right here. So, bye. So, get out. <laughs> get out. And leave ha- the half sandwich. That's, I'm still hungry." That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. God, that's dumb. I think if anyone campaigned on this, that might be the one like bilateral uh, agenda that people could get behind. Yeah, is it getting rid of that person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I like what you did too because it doesn't misconstrue the amendment at all. Mm-mm. No, it really just gets to the heart of it. Yeah, it's it's there in literal black and white. Like there it is. That's yep. <clears throat> right so, and duty. I so I noticed another amendment that mm-hmm. I think people haven't given very much attention to. Uh, it's Amendment Number Seven. So let me read you the text of the amendment mm-hmm. just real quickly. <clears throat> In suits at common law, where the value in controversy shall exceed twenty dollars, mm-hmm. the right of trial by jury shall be preserved. And no fact tried by a jury shall be otherwise re-examined in any court of the United States than according to the rules of the common law. Yeah. So, <clears throat> bear with me, if you will. Yeah, please. I think if someone is is riding on the Constitution, yeah. they could lean on this a little bit. They, it yeah, might sure. sound a little something like this. Okay. If you believe in the Constitution and that the Founding Fathers got it right the first time, vote for me, Doug Earthmover. Did you know you have a right to trial by jury in federal court for the for most things that are minor inconveniences in modern life? It's what the Founding Fathers wanted. The Seventh Amendment is one of our most valuable assets as citizens to strike fear in the hearts of other citizens. <laughs> And the swamp in Washington has been watering it down without us even knowing. Does Chuck from work still owe you for the ice cream cake that you picked up at Dairy Queen on Dennis's birthday? Federal court! Remember, when you had all those beanie babies and your wife swiped them out from under you in the divorce just because you didn't specifically list them as an asset? Federal court! Or that time that Derek said you could borrow his Corvette to impress a date but totally forgot... It cost you a lifetime of happiness. Hmm. 
Is that worth over $20? Federal court! If you vote Doug Earthmover for DA, I promise to shepherd all of these small suits to federal court. I love that. He's got my vote. I mean, mean, 20 bucks? Yes. Federal court. It's just, it's also fantastic to think about how how much $20 was back when, the, <laughs> when this was written. It's I think that beautiful. they really meant it. I think inflation is... You're right. Uh, You're right. I think inflation is a fallacy. Mm-hmm. I think $20... <laughs> okay. I, think, I think what the Founding Fathers intended by this amendment was mm-hmm. to concrete the value of the American dollar. Okay. Uh... I think $20 should still buy, like, a house and, I don't know, maybe, like, your cousin. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, that uh, that uh, dowry price of $20. Um, That's right. So Yeah, because I, I guess you probably could still marry your cousin <laughs> at this point in time in history. Yeah, um, I Pretty sure you still could now, but it's just frowned upon <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I I, th- I thought you were going to go in another direction and just say that they they anticipated inflation, but they just st- cut it they off at twenty dollars. They were like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe like, this no. was intended to stop inflation from happening, right? Because if we were still, if, if they were still allowing any controversy in that was over twenty dollars, they'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure twenty dollars will buy that? Yeah. Are you sure it won't buy more? Now here's what's funny. And this this might be getting into like we moved jokes out of the way for a second to actually get into <laughs> law talk. This is our segment called Law Talk. Um, could a federal judge not just dismiss something ridiculous like that? Or, I mean, constitutionally... Oh, they're a procedural... Okay. <laughs> Jokes is... <laughs> Alright. Here's, here's law talk. There are procedural rules that, like, far supersede this. Yeah. Like, they're... Okay. Like, you absolutely... I mean, yeah. Well, and that's why we're bringing it to light, is... The Constitution is not being honored in this case because well, okay. of procedural nonsense. Okay. To be no, ben, I am putting my be, foot down on this. To be fair, Doug Earthmover, this amendment doesn't actually say that it could be brought in federal court. <laughs> this is more of an interpretation. So, uh, yeah, Doug Earthmover took some liberties here. Okay. I mean, like... I would have to do this. It falls into your court. Now. Okay. Historically, yeah. yeah, maybe federal court is actually where anything over twenty dollars was a bit. Yeah, it was oh, like yeah. It, like I said, you could buy a house for twenty bucks and your cousin. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like at that time, yeah, like that might have been part of the threshold for bringing you know a suit in federal court. But at this point, like you couldn't even bring a lawsuit in. Gosh, you couldn't. I don't. I don't know that you could bring a lawsuit for twenty. It, I'll I'll tell you this. It costs more than twenty dollars no. to file a lawsuit. Not true. John Morgan said that I don't pay unless he wins. So I could bring a lawsuit, lose all day long, and then I'm out nothing. So John Morgan <laughs> wouldn't. Let me just clarify how much Morgan, 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 Morgan needs to make in order for them to bring a free lawsuit in your name. Yeah. 
it pretty much has to be a guarantee that Morgan, 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 each make a pretty penny. Oh, God bless America. I mean, without America, we wouldn't be here having this conversation. <laughs> so, that, yeah, th- these constitutional laws are doing something. They sure are. I mean, I feel protected. I, I feel a lot safer. Especially yeah. knowing that I can just kick a soldier out of my house anytime <laughs> that I want to. I mean, if they're there and you don't want them there. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true of anyone, though, isn't it? <laughs> like, shouldn't this amendment just read... Uh, nobody, no matter what, without your consent, will be allowed to stay in your house. Now, now I feel like we're getting into like some uncomfortable like castle law doctrine that I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't like... want to even get into. Uh, yeah, I guess this is just property law. Yeah. <laughs> Logan, speaking of things that are uniquely American, okay. Uh, I saw bugles okay. the other day, for, and I'm not talking about uh, the instrument that you might play taps on. Right. I'm speaking of the corn crisp, the reconstituted, constituted, the reconstituted corn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a chip. It's, it's not. It's not a chip. It is it's, a. a, a it's, reconstituted... a it's a cornucopia. <laughs> it's what yes. it is. It is a reconstituted corn formation. Yeah. That, <laughs> that which is not not as pithy as bugles. Bugle. <laughs> that that some Nabisco maybe at some point chose to call a bugle. Yeah. Because it does sort of look like a bugle. Yeah. Uh, and I wondered to myself, why haven't I eaten these in, in years? I haven't eaten one in so, so long. Was your first thought because you're a grown man or? Well, I don't really think of myself that way. So, (laughs) but thank you. One of of the keys to bugles though, is that you could stick them on the ends of your fingers and then like, like witches, like witches fingers. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Just like that. Yep. And then that's all you would do. You would just make like a little... Yeah. And then then you'd kind of like munch them up. But then they'd always crack and they'd kind of like fall all over your shirt. And then you've wasted some bugles. Yeah. Well, I would still eat them. The bugle, it's this general shape of a horn. Mm. Mm -hmm. So do you ever think they... And you know what? Bugle... I don't even know who who makes bugles. Do we know? Uh, That's a good question. In the research that I did, bugles... (laughs) Chips... Let's find out. Bugles corn I think it's chips or something like that. Crunchy corn snacks. Uh, let's look at bugles.com. Wow. Bugles owns bugles.com. Oh, wow. Yeah. That I don't know why, but you would like, think that Big Bugle would own that. Yeah. Website, I don't know for some domain. reason it, that's surprising to me. <clears throat> unless unless Bugles purchased oh, them from Big General Bugles. Mills. General Mills. General okay. Mills. Perfect. Which makes sense My favorite because general. yeah, because when I think of Bugles, I think breakfast cereal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bugles with milk. Oh, shut oh up. just forget <laughs> it. Every morning back in the day. Yeah. So Bugles, I was curious for some reason about Bugles. So I went to the wealth of all knowledge, yep. Wikipedia. Mhm. And uh, I discovered that there are many names for bugles around mm-hmm. the world. Mm. 
and this might feel unpatriotic in some way or another, but it's not. We'll allow it. Having a curious mind, as we know, is extremely patriotic. (laughs) It is. It's very American. It's extremely American. I don't know anyone else that's curious. (laughs) I mean, individually. Right. I don't know any other people that are curious. It's not a national. I've never met a curious person. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. So, uh, I just thought you might be interested in knowing, and perhaps we could play a sort of game where I torture you by asking you if you have any guesses regarding what beetles are called around the world. Perfect. Let's do this. So, all right. Give me me a country. All right. And then you have to try to... I'll take a swing at the... the All right. France. France. Uh, this one, this one's kind of a softball. Okay, clearly French horns. No, okay, (laughs) that would be. But but consider in France, perhaps that's just a horn. That that is. So they're just called horns. (laughs) No, they're called they're called three D's bugles. (laughs) Okay, three D's bugles. Okay, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because I feel like General Mills is not trying too hard. Like they could be much craftier they could with be. this yeah. product. Yeah. But, okay. So in Italy, mm-hmm. any guesses? Uh, the the pizza shaped. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna go with like 3D's pizza. 3D's pizza. They're not called 3D's pizza. Snack they're, pizza. They're called virtual. <laughs> Which I love that Italy has taken like this super like 2000s like. Technical, like they call virtual, virtual, and the virtual bag of corn <laughs> reproduced product. Oh, oh god! In Taiwan, they're mm. called golden horns. <laughs> they are golden, and they are horns. Yeah, so that's a fair description. Extremely accurate. Yeah, come on, Italy, get it together. All right, Sweden and Norway. What would you think they call them in Sweden and Norway? Uh, Viking horns. They call them sombreros. Oh, okay. Yes, that's interesting. Which is oddly racially charged that is that is racially charged but i guess in sweden norway basically unless you are extremely pasty and white everything seems pretty foreign to you (laughs) what are these strange things we call them sombreros Again, I think mine mine's better. Like they're really missing out on Viking. They really are. Stuff. You you crushed it. Sweden and Norway are really all right. Israel is oh gosh. Um, this one is perhaps the most puzzling. Okay. Uh, I I mean they could make some sort of like dreidel joke or something like that, but like See, I don't know. They need you in the marketing yeah. room. In Israel, they call them apropos. Apropos. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what to do with that. That that's apropos of nothing. Here's a corn product. <laughs> apropos of corn. Gosh. So there you have it. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Um Do they have different flavors of bugles? Oh, absolutely. There okay. are some wild flavors okay. of bugles. What's I mean, the weirdest mm-hmm. one that you found? <laughs> While you're looking at that, I yeah. what I don't know if it's the weirdest, but like one of the things that like I see like salt and vinegar, I can't handle chips. That and I'm a like a chip guy. Really, you don't like salt and vinegar? You can't do salt and vinegar. So like uh, something like that would just live. No, thank you. So 
Think think about both of those items, and then it's like I want to put both salt and vinegar on anything, and then oh. consume it post haste. Okay, have you never had malt vinegar on fish and chips? No, I, I just salt I, and I, vinegar I just right there. I just don't think I like vinegar. for someone who calls themselves a fan of football. What? <laughs> I'm shocked. That you are not an advocate of fish and chips. Oh, I love fish and chips. I just don't like malt vinegar on my fish and chips. There's like my heart has dropped into my stomach. <laughs> See, I love salt and vinegar chips, but I guess I just have a sophisticated palate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I've got a real weird kind of off the wall thing. Um talk about i would love to hear all yeah so we a while back we were at uh like a arts festival here Mm -hmm. in uh lexington um it was the woodland arts fair okay so woodland park great place i love Woodland. yeah yeah it's fantastic well laid out like a lot of great vendors and products there um but we went to the west six tent and uh bought a beer and we were pushing our stroller and also trying to navigate with like a full beer. And I thought, what kind of marketing scheme could we put around with cup, like beer cups with lids and straws? <laughs> just a full 16 ounces of just liquid, but no ice, nothing like that. Yeah, just you got to have that straw. straw. Yeah. yeah. I guess the real question is how do you draw beer through a straw? Without just making it into foam. Oh, <laughs> that's that's a good point. We need to get. We know some people that are like engineers, and they're just like engineers. Yeah, you would swear if you saw them on the street. That's an engineer. That's an engineer right there. Yeah, that they need to design a straw that would... eliminates all fizz. That's it. Oh my gosh, we cannot release this episode. We can't. This, we can't. this is our money maker, right? Oh man, how would you even do that? That's why we need an That's engineer. Why we need a t- <laughs> this is not my expertise, <laughs> and we'll cut them in for five percent. And so, which I think is only fair. So it's not your idea. Here's the thing about uh, engineering products, okay, Logan. Let me let you in on the yeah. Tell me. You don't ever give a percentage to somebody, okay? <laughs> You just pay somebody for the work that they've That's done. That's fair. Yeah. And then you take all the money. How does... <laughs> That's how capitalism works. How does 20 bucks sound? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what would be fun? Is if a straw existed that doesn't make fizz <laughs> when you suck something through it. I mean, we can market it to every beer establishment in the country. And Absolutely. Just I mean, we can have we a go. standalone... You know, shop that yeah. sells. Cups. Now the only thing is, I do know that straws have gone out of popularity here in the last few years. Oh uh, yeah, so this straw will have to be made out of titanium. S- yeah, <laughs> only out of titanium. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the the <laughs> most flavor resistant uh, mineral. Like it can be carved. It, it can be chiseled from quartz. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe yeah. it's that plastic 
is the wrong material to mm-hmm. make straws mm-hmm. out of. Maybe we just make a regular the vortex straw. in the straw from the from the plastic is just yeah. too the magnetic fields within the plastic <laughs> straw create an incredible force. Maybe maybe that's the solution. Is it it's the metal that creates the necessary magnetic fields that create the structure for a smooth a smooth draw. Draw. Maybe maybe the straw needs to be made out of a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> a nice like maybe our menthol straws. <laughs> maybe the big mistake we've been making is that we've been making straws that are hollow on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> maybe these straws need to be packed full we of good stuff. We need denser straws. Straws. That are a challenge to, to really draw anything through at all. So by the time that liquid struggles its way through, yeah. it is just pure, unadulterated <laughs> beer. We I can't even remember this place. We weren't in Lexington, but we went somewhere for like a, a milkshake one time. And they had the like big gauge straws. Oh yeah, those big boys. Yeah. And I was like... All growing up, nobody thought of this. What a great, what a great <laughs> what thing a great that idea. exists right now. Yeah. There's like we absolutely had the technology, but it wasn't until the year of our Lord 2022 that somebody finally put together oh. the idea of creating a big, a big straw. <laughs> the number of times that I struggled to draw a McDonald's milkshake <laughs> yes. through a flimsy plastic straw right. as it collapsed over and over and over again. Well, the problem at McDonald's is that's not actually food that you're consuming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was never meant to be consumed. The, no. straw, the straw was actually trying to save my life. It was like, no, don't eat yes. this! Yeah, instead of I'm loving it, the new slogan for McDonald's is like, what are you doing? This isn't meant to be survivable. thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a very special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are now on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for We Took the Liberty on either platform. Thanks for listening.